This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Radio McNuggets, and this is the inside of my mind. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of 20th Century Boy, uh, a podcast by me, Radio Mike, a young writer and producer from here in Melbourne, Australia, trying to make his way through the rough and tumble of life in his mid-twenties, chilling, killing, other stuff as well. And uh, Radio McNuggets sent in this week from Radio Andrew Aegis. Welcome to the Radio Family Radio Andrew Aegis. Every week I do a different name at the top of the show. My name is obviously Radio Mike, not Radio McNuggets. But as you will see in this episode, Radio McNuggets is surprisingly fitting for this week's episode. Thank you for sending that in, Radio McNuggets. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. This, as I said, is a podcast about me, Radio Mike, blah, blah, blah. I already said it all. And um, I'm really happy to have you here. If you're old to the podcast, welcome back. I'm really happy to have you. This is a big show. I do say every week that it's going to be a big show and we might run over time, but this, oh, this is a big show. I'm looking at the run sheet in front of me and there is a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening on this show. I'm, I'd be surprised if we don't hit an hour this week, but that's just, that's the cost of doing a podcast every week. Every week you can go for a different time. Who knows? Could be 45 minutes one week, three hours the next week. We are yet to do a three hour podcast, but maybe one day I'll just accidentally talk for three hours and you guys will have no choice but to listen to a three hour podcast to keep in the loop of what's going on on this podcast. Because yeah, this podcast is kind of sequential. Like things, there are little story arcs that happen and there are little references each episode. But like if, you, if you've just popped into this one for the first time, cool. See how much you understand. Let me know if you need anything clarified. Uh, I wanted to start today's episode, uh, as I always do at the start of the episode, by asking you now to politely do a 360 on the spot. Do a 360 on the spot because, hey, guess what? You're listening to the world's only winnable podcast. How do you win the podcast? Well, you do a 360 on the spot right now. And if you happen to see me in the flesh in your vicinity while you were doing your 360, hey man, you've won the podcast. Congratulations. Come up to me now. Say, hey, Mike, I've won the podcast. When you win the podcast, the podcast ends forever. So it is like, an, it is a moral choice. Like if you do win the podcast, you have a moral obligation to come up to me and claim your prize. But you also have this thing weighing on your shoulder that, hey, I'm about to end this podcast. So, but you have to do it. You can't not win to keep the podcast going. The podcast ends forever when someone wins. Uh, Lots of people playing this game. One of the most competitive games, particularly in Melbourne, where I'm based. Uh, Radio Jean-Luca, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Jean-Luca. He got in touch via Instagram during the week. He said, I just did my 360 at Port Melbourne Beach. Didn't see ya, but guess that's a good thing for the podcast. It is a good thing for the podcast. And thanks for playing Radio Jean-Luca. Uh, he's listening to the podcast on the beach, which is great. He's done his 360. Ironically, not ironically, but funnily enough, I was at a beach on the weekend. I was at the Elwood Beach, not the Port Melbourne Beach. We went to the Elwood Beach. Uh, so if you were on the Elwood Beach instead of the Port Melbourne Beach, you may have won the podcast that day. Keep trying. Lots of people are trying to win the podcast. At the top here as well, uh, I wanted to push a few things. I usually do a bit, a couple plugs, you know, when we're starting up. And uh, the first thing I want to plug is the website, radiomike.com.au. Oh boy, huge revamp of the website over the long weekend here. Uh, if you haven't been to the website for a while or at all, check out radiomike.com.au now because Radio Unoriginal Greg, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Unoriginal Greg. Long-time listener of the show. Absolute legend. He he sent me some feedback on the website and basically said, hey, this is what I think you should do because your website's a bit clunky. Hey, makes sense. It is clunky. I have no idea about web design. Unoriginal Greg used to work in web design. He totally redesigned the site. And now I really like the site. So head to the site, radiomike.com.au, not radiomike.com. Fuck that guy. The site is now laid out. Like, it's very simple. It's very modern. It's very slick. It's very sleek. And... From the home page, you can click a button that says latest content. It automatically scrolls down for you on mobile and desktop. And there on the home page is all my latest content. 
20th Century Boy, Harry Potter and the Boys, my fan fiction podcast, Mike Talks, the interview uh, spin-off of this podcast, and uh, a new thing, Mike Plays Games with Friends, which I launched. Uh, I'll talk about that in a sec. All of that right there on the homepage in video form takes you to the playlist on YouTube as well. You can watch it in browser or go straight to the YouTube app and watch it there. Um, go and subscribe on the YouTube. All these podcasts go up in, in full as videos on on YouTube. So yeah, the website's really cool. Then there's individual pages for each one of my projects. If you want to learn more about my projects, definitely go there. And uh, of course, there is the... Oh, you can also get in touch there. There's a contact page. And the merch page where we sell a bunch of 20th Century Boy merch, which goes a long way to help keep this show on the air and just pay the bills of the show, which is generally just hosting all the podcasts, which costs a bunch of money. Generally, hosting all the shows costs, you know, around $60 a month for all the shows I do. And, of course, paying Pat, uh, Radio Superstar Pat, one of our, well, our first employer who does a lot of our first employee employee, employer, I don't know, who does all of the artwork and thumbnails that you see on YouTube for 20th Century Boy and Mike Talks and the podcast artwork. Each episode of the podcast has a little art piece that I think you can see on Spotify. I don't know if Apple Podcast shows it, but yeah, Pat makes those now. Do yourself a favor, buy yourself a merch. We've got the 20th Century Boy sticker packs. Uh, we sold a bunch of those during the week. They are $20 plus shipping. Five really good quality stickers. I've got a bunch on the back of my laptop, which for video viewers I'm holding up. They look really cool. I really like the lovable nerd sticker. Um, and of course, the 20th Century Boy artwork sticker as well. Go get those. I sent a few out this week. There is a 20th Century Boy character poster uh, with Radio Mike, Intern Mike, uh, Editor Mike, and Siggy Mike. Uh, all artwork by Cass Stevens at Soggy Savoy on Instagram. And those are signed by me and all three of the other people that used to be on the show. Uh, sold a couple of those this week. And of course, the limited edition typo stickers. The inside of my my mind second edition sticker and the my 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 sticker, uh, they are a two pack for I believe fifteen dollars on the website. Sold a bunch of those. There are only five of those left. Five of those left. Do yourself a favor. Get the limited edition sticker. Get one of the last five. There are only five left, and they will never be printed again. This is history making stuff. I want them sold out by next week. Do just buy them. Support the show. Buy the inside of My My Mind sticker and the My 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 sticker. They're on screen now for anyone watching the video. $15, limited edition. Might chuck in a, I, I've ch I chucked in a few cheeky bonus stickers. Uh, actually, no, I didn't. No, I'm just saying you might get something else in your package. You might get something else nice in your package when you are, when you buy them. So please, there's five left. Support the show. Go grab those. So yeah. Go check out the website at the least and just check it, check it out because it looks awesome. And thanks to Greg for, for all his work there. Of course, uh, Wednesday, Harry Potter and the Boys goes out. That's my other fan fiction podcast. Jack Post was a guest again. Second, get, second time he's appeared on that was a really, really fun episode. Jack played a song at the end of the episode that he had written, which was really, really funny. Harry Potter, good at spells. But how good is he at spelling? His school runs things like Defense Against the Dark Arts. But I'm not sure they even have an English class. And on Sunday, I launched Mike Plays Games with Friends, uh, which is a series I've been, I filmed in July last year. So it's been months since it was filmed. And uh, it was with Luke Kidgel, one of my friends, and we played Super Mario Maker 2 on Nintendo Switch. And it's just a little fun 10-minute video uh, that you can watch on YouTube now or on IGTV on my profile. Go check it out. Heaps of fun. The feedback's been great. And that is coming out every Sunday for the next three weeks. So there's four episodes so far. Three more weeks of that. Every Sunday you can watch a Mike Plays Games with Friends on IGTV or on YouTube. Uh, this week's will be, this Sunday will be Jack Post and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which was uh, a really, really fun one to shoot. So please go and uh, check that out on YouTube. Subscribe on the YouTube. We are slowly growing. I want to get to a thousand subs so I can monetize it. Uh, it's been super, super fun. Uh, so yeah, go and check all that out. And of course, the return of Mike Talks tomorrow from the day of releasing this. Uh, I will do a quick spiel for that. That comes out, yeah, tomorrow. 
It is with a good friend of mine and a hilarious comedian, Alice Tovey, who is uh, someone I've known since high school. She does a bunch of cabaret singing and comedy stuff, uh, especially pre-COVID. And uh, you'll find a little bit more about her journey and her uh, her early days getting into comedy, getting into performing and our friendship. And, you, and I also talk a bit about me and my journey because I've known Alice for so long. She's kind of uh, inadvertently been a part of a few of the big steps of my career in in radio. So it was a really interesting chat. I know uh, you may not know Alice. You may know Alice. Uh, check it out nonetheless. It's really funny. She is hilarious and I loved having her on. So I want to do a lot more work with her if I can. Mike talks tomorrow. And so that's, that's like the week at the moment. Wednesday, Harry Potter and the Boys podcast video. Thursday, 20th Century Boy, podcast video. Friday, Mike Talks, podcast video. Sunday, Mike Plays Games with Friends. That's four. And then I might throw another bit of content out there on a Monday or Tuesday if I have time and if uh, things come up, like little news stories that I want to talk about and things like that. So those are the plugs for that, that week. Definitely check out the Mike Talks tomorrow. That's probably my favorite thing of the week. Before we get into the main content, I want to do a quick apology uh, to Radio Gannon Board and anyone else that may have been affected by this. So welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Gannon Board, and thank you for speaking up about this issue. Because, and I'm just going to put it out there, it turns out I have been accidentally saying I'm just going to put it out there too much. I don't know when this became my catchphrase saying I'm just going to put it out there. Maybe if I have time, I'll put a little compilation because apparently in the last episode of the podcast, I said I'm just going to put it out there four or five times. Uh, Radio Gannonbort said, every time Mike says I just want to put it out there, I have flashbacks and brace for a repeat. So I'm really sorry. And I have decided that from this moment of the show, this moment from now on, if I happen to accidentally say... I'm just going to put it out there. Not that one doesn't count. That obviously doesn't count from like when I finish saying this, the first person to report it. So you have to report it to me personally via any kind of interaction of the show, radiomikepod at gmail.com, radiomike.com.au contact page, radio.mike on Instagram, the discord, join it. Uh, I will give you $5. It is like a, it's a swear jar. It's my just going to put it out there jar, right? So I will give you $5. I will pay you $5 if I say it accidentally because I don't want to say it anymore if it's irritating people so much. So as of this moment, if I say J-G-P-I-O-T, that's the that's the abbreviated version, you get $5 for the first person to report it. So that's my official promise to you that it is stopping. Okay, there is one important thing that we need to talk about this week because as I mentioned on the show last week, uh, a concerned listener of the show, Radio Superstar Pat, who now works on the show, uh, realized that there are two people of the podcast, both Radio Danny and Radio Alex Sky, who were in the running to become Radio Superstars themselves. For those who haven't listened to the show for longer than two years, Radio Superstars are a higher tiered member of the show. Now, the way you would become one is you would accumulate what we used to call mic points through con- contributing to the show. And then when you accumulated enough mic points, you were able to trade them to be to enter a test to become a radio superstar. Yes, this all happened on the podcast once upon a time. Very, very confusing for people who are new, I'm sure. But if you're old, you, you know, you understand. Now, generally, there was a three-week window in which you could undertake the test, which was essentially a phone call test. You had to answer the phone saying, um, for a while it was, I wake up with today. And uh, I didn't do it with Radio Danny and Radio Alex Guy. They've been waiting about seven months, I believe, for them to become radio superstars. And it's just not fair. Radio superstar Pat reported this to me. And he, two years ago, there was an incident with a guy called Disappointment Judman. Disappointment Judman. Disappointment Judman. Uh, where Pat had to step in and start the Radio Superstar Protection Act of 2019. We're going back two years since that happened. So Pat has decided to... Uh, reenact the Radio Superstar Protection Act of 2019. He's he's opening it back up to defend both Radio Danny and Radio Superstar, uh, Radio Danny and Radio Alex Guy. So I, I just I'm giving Pat a platform on the show today, just to check if he's uh, just to see what he has to say, see if we can reach a resolution on this because I care about you guys, the listeners, and if one of you raises an issue like Gannon bought with the JGP it out. T, as you all, you just listened to it. Uh, you know, I like to make sure you guys are happy. So, 
going to get on a Zoom call with Pat now. And like adults, we're just going to talk it out. That's all. We're just going to talk it out. All right. So I have joined up with Pat on the Zoom call now. And interestingly, Pat has told me that he won't turn his camera on until he... Uh, until he's introduced or until it's his time to talk, uh, which means that I believe he has some kind of visual gag lined up for this, or maybe not a gag. We need to take this seriously. This is a serious thing. You know, a wrong has been done to some of the listeners of this show and Patty's here to write it. So sorry about that, Pat. I don't want to, I definitely don't want to uh, make a joke out of this. Well, I don't know why you would make it a joke, Mike, because you see... As someone who takes law <laughs> very seriously, I don't understand how you could see it a joke. And I take my clients very seriously, as you can see in my very real office. So for the video, for the audio listeners who aren't seeing the visual of this, Pat has turned his camera on. He is wearing a suit and tie. He is like possibly done his hair to look slightly more no, good. No, no, he hasn't done his hair. His hair just looks really good normally. And he looks like a professional lawyer and he is, he's made a green screen background of him in a in a room full of books. Now, this is me grab a book. Oh, hey, that's probably not. You know what? This is an audio medium. Let's forget about that. So let's just pretend I'm grabbing a book. There we go. All right. So, Pat, like... You're clearly taking this seriously. So please enlighten us. What what do you have to say here? Because it seems like this is something you've thought a lot about. Um, no, not really. I just thought of the gag and that was it. But anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, this is serious. There's no laughing in this office. Um, it's a very serious ordeal. Um, so I imagine you would have recapped what happened, correct? Yes, I have recapped what happened. The listeners know what happened. But good okay. good sensibility, good broadcast sensibilities. Yeah, of course. You take it as seriously as I take my uh, my law stuff, which is what we refer to it in the business. What is um, your qualification in law, just out of interest? Uh, yes. yes okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's obviously, as we explained uh, previously, uh, it's simply too late to simply make my clients one Alex Sky and one um, Radio Danny or Radio Alex Sky and Radio Danny. So it has come to my attention that we need to take this to the higher ups into radio court. However, there is no radio court that has been established as of yet. And I'm not hundred percent sure on how that's going to be executed. However, I was thinking that we could perhaps start a little council. If there's any radio uh, family members who would like to be uh, a part of this council. Maybe we could set up a little Zoom thing or whatever, or if that's going to be too much work, we can just get like maybe one or two extra people on the phone, whatever <laughs> works. But basically- it's I love your bit- I love your disclaimers where you're like really serious and then you're like, but seriously, Mike, if it's too much work for you, don't worry, we don't have to do it. No, that, I'm, I'm digging well, it. Well, I mean, I, I have a bit of a reputation for being, you know, I mean, if last week's anything, fuck, that was so embarrassing, but we don't talk about that kind of stuff here. We take mm. things very seriously in this office. Pat is drink. Pat is drinking from a mug that has his name on it. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I got it from. This was in the common room. I never went in. I just stole it one day, and it's mine. And there's nothing in here. Well, Pat, this is actually this is what I want to put to you, and I'm happy to do the jury thing, which maybe we can set up next week. So, if you want to be part of the court of the radio family, if you want to be a juror. Let me know. We will do a Zoom call at some point for the next episode where people can weigh in their thoughts. However, I want to put it to you that the original way to become a radio superstar was you earned 300 mic points and you exchanged that. You know that well because you did it. Yeah. Right? I want to put it to you that we haven't been doing mic points recently. Now, the reason for that is that the whole reason I created mic points in the first place was just to encourage people to contribute to the show. Right? Because it was very early in the show. It was episode six of the show, if I remember correctly. Whatever you do say today can be held against you in a later yeah, day. That's fine. That's fine. And my thing is that now people generally like to contribute to the show regardless of whether they're getting mic points or not. Right? Contributions are coming in left, right, and center. At the start of the show, just they were just coming from the left. Now they're coming left, right, center. Right? So I want to put this to you. How do you think you should be... It's 2021. We're not in 2019 anymore. 
how do you think you should become a radio superstar in 2021? I want you, you're now an employee of the show. I want you to come up with that. That's one of your first tasks as a, I, I mean, yeah. I reckon we touch base again next week. So for now, th- this is where we leave it now. Next week, I'm happy to do the jury thing, but I want you to brainstorm and have a few pitches for how to become a radio superstar in 2021. And we go from there. Um, well, I may need to discuss this with, with my clients. Perhaps um, we could reach a settlement of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will definitely get onto that. All right. Well, let's leave it there for today. Thank you, for, Pat, for being on the show. I will be in touch with you after the show to to explain to you how the artwork, the thumbnail should look for this week. But until then, we will chat We will chat next week. That sounds very good. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you for being so professional about it as well. Never a problem. Cheers. All right. If you want to be part of the radio jury, as I said in there, just get in touch. We will set something up for next week. And Pat is going to have a new way of becoming a radio superstar for uh, next week as well. So, you know, th- that that's where we're at. I also wanted to chat about something we launched last week that has just had an amazing success. Amazing success. Last week, I announced that I would like everyone to start Instead of saying that they're going to sleep, I want people to start saying that they are going to the Dream Factory because that's what going to sleep is. You're going to the Dream Factory. The Dream Factory, I'm happy to say, has totally, totally taken off. Uh, If I go into the podcast Discord and feel free to jump into the podcast Discord, just send me a message or an email and I'll let you into it. Group chat goes off every night. Everyone's chatting in there every night. Lots of people really embracing the Dream Factory. I kicked it off. I said, heading for an afternoon quick visit to the Dream Factory. That means I'm taking an afternoon nap, by the way. Says, not sure if I'll go in or just stand outside the door. See you when I get back. Now that means, you know, I'm having an afternoon nap. I might just close my eyes. I might not actually go into the Dream Factory, go to sleep. I might just sort of chill in the bed and see what happens. Um, Heaps of people, heaps of people playing along with this. Radio DJ Marky Mark says, hey, I'll tag along if that's all right. Uh, Radio Jacob said, I'm in school at the moment, so unfortunately I can't. Radio Hamilton, I might join you both in the Dream Factory. Lots of people using the Dream Factory analogy, and I would love for that to continue. The Dream Factory is now an official term of this podcast, which I think is great. Um, Get in the Discord to discuss Dream, Dream Factory things. And a few things came up this week that were just like, you know, life glitches, like they were too, too coincidental. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Show Me the Meaning, which is a Wisecrack podcast. Wisecrack is like a pop culture YouTube uh, channel and business. They do a podcast called Show Me the Meaning where they unpack, uh, they essentially unpack movies and they just talk about, talk about the philosophy behind movies. And that's like, you know, I love that stuff. If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I'm such a nerd for unpacking the meaning behind uh, movies. And I was listening to their most recent episode that they did on the movie Soul, the Pixar movie, which I have done a review of on YouTube, by the way, check it out. And uh, you're never going to guess what happened. Uh, I'll put the audio in right here. Sure. I, uh, I thought it was really good. I think this is in a uh, top tier Pixar. Uh, I thought it was uh, really interesting. Um, and I think it stands in pretty sharp contrast to uh, their other film from last year, Onward, which was uh, a decent movie. It has its charms, but it, it felt a little bit more like a, a DreamWorks picture or even lesser Pixar. And I, I think it was nice to have this sort of one-two punch where you can get a movie like this right after that one and say, oh yeah, they, they definitely still got it. Um, I, I think the uh, the Dream Factory is uh, up and running over there at Pixar still. And I just wanted to shout out- um, I'm sorry, can we please hear that one more time? The, uh, the Dream Factory. As far as I am aware, my the the episode where I introduced the the Dream Factory came out on either the twenty second of January twenty twenty or the twenty first, something like that. Now, if I go into the Show Me the Meaning podcast feed, and I'm not implying anything here, but the episode that they did on Soul came out on January twenty second. Am I saying that within the time? of me launching the Dream Factory, that it has spread all the way to the USA on a big podcast. Like, we have leaked into the mainstream. 
Okay, I am insinuating that. I am claiming that the Dream Factory is spreading because of all of you using the Dream Factory in your everyday life, in your everyday lingo, it is already spread. Within one day, it spread to America, to one of to a huge podcast company. That is the power of this podcast. That is, there's a Paul Kelly song. It's called From Little Things, Big Things Grow. The Dream Factory is the biggest example of that. So I want everyone to keep using the Dream Factory in every situation you can. Even if someone doesn't understand the joke, well, it's not even a joke. The Dream Factory is not a joke. The Dream Factory is not a joke. But even if someone doesn't know what it is, just use it and then explain it to them. Then they'll start using it. The Dream Factory. It's the new way of calling sleep. Funnily enough, I decided to Google the Dream Factory after after uh, listening to that Show Me the Meaning app because I was like, is this a common term? Like, have I not coined this? Is some, has it already been used? Is, is the Dream Factory already a thing? It's not. As far as I can tell, it's not. But I did find out two things. One... There is an Australian, uh, a Melbourne-based shared workspace that calls itself the, the Dream Factory. I wanted to ring them and ask for their thoughts on why they called themselves the Dream Factory, uh, but there's no number listed on, their, on the website. And there is also, and this is the next step for Dream Factory, there is also a Chinese film that's title translates to the Dream Factory. <laughs> Look it up. It is called The Dream Factory and it is like, there is not much information on this film, right? The Wikipedia page doesn't even say how long the film goes for, right? There is not much information. I tried to see if I could stream this movie somewhere online because now I just really want to because this might be the first usage of the term Dream Factory. I couldn't find it anywhere. So my call out for this week is... Anyone who's like tech savvy, who's like maybe done a bit of piracy in their life, just anonymously send me a link with no other information to somewhere I can download or stream the Chinese film, The Dream Factory. I'll just get a few more, uh, a few, a little bit more information so you know which one in case there is two films. Uh, It is The Dream Factory, a 1997 Chinese comedy film directed by uh, Feng Xiaogang. It was one of the first notable and success, successful Hesui Pian, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, movies, Chinese New Year movies, made in mainland China. And uh, the plot is four friends in Beijing, three men and a woman, and three men and a woman, start a, comp- start a company which specializes in fulfilling their clients' dreams. In acting their wildest fantasies, they encounter many oddball clients along the way. I want us to watch The Dream Factory. I want a group of people from this podcast to have a night where we all watch The Dream Factory, the 1997 Chinese comedy film directed by Feng Xiaogang. Someone find it and send us all a link. That is the the quest for this week of the show. And from The Dream Factory to this next thing that we also launched last week that is going to be one of the most exciting parts of the year, I believe. And uh, that is something that we are going to call this... Nug 100. It is Nug 100, a journey that we started last week where I vowed that one of my goals for 2021 that I will do is to eat 100 chicken nuggets in one sitting from McDonald's. And uh, oh wow, I have had so much, so much feedback on this during the week. First of all, I did ask all of you, the listeners of the show, to donate one Nug. And I did calculate that it was probably around 70 cents for a nugget, roughly, and people were like, no, it's actually this much. You're wrong. You're an idiot. You clearly don't know Maccas if you think that. And I was just like, guys, chill. I just wanted a rough estimate of how much one nugget was worth. Um, And a lot of people came through. In fact, a lot of listeners have donated money, have donated nuggets, sorry, through money. Uh, money is the way they have donated the nuggets. And uh, I did want to give shout outs to everyone who donated. So this is going to be very quick. The first donation off the ranks was Radio Gannonbord and Radio Christina with a K, uh, the show's resident couple who donated $4.20. 
Uh, and if we're, we're saying 70 cents is a nugget, 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, that's six nuggets. They've donated six nuggets to the cause. Obviously, we want to raise 100 nuggets. Uh, Radio Mel, she donated two, $2 for two nuggets, she says. I'm donating two nugs. Keep up the good work. I believe on you. Radio Nathan Little gave $5. Radio Dave Lee gave a nug. That's what you were asked to do. Donate one nug to the show. Radio Labrini gave one nug and said, good luck eating so many nuggets. Uh, Radio Connor Simmons gave $3. Uh, which is 7, 14, 21, 28. That's about four, four and a half nuggets. Radio Maddie Rowe, one nugget. Radio Josh Redding, $10, uh, which is over, which is what? Like nearly, geez, that's a lot of nuggets. That's like nearly 10 nuggets. That's probably t- around 10 nuggets or more. Uh, he said, for the good of the people. Blake Farmer gave two nuggets. Radio Schaefer, actually, I'll do that last. Radio Josh Clementer gave $2.80. That's four nuggets. He says, they, these are the cheapest nugs I have ever purchased. Radio Connie, all the way from the UK, uh, didn't donate in pounds. She donated in Australian dollars. $6.30. Thank you, Radio Connie. She says, here's some more nugs. Radio Finn, $3.80. Radio Carl, $6.20. Radio Brock, $1.40. Radio Jesse, one nugget. Radio Nick gave one cent uh, for good luck, he said. So thanks, Radio Nick. Uh, Radio Scooter gave $1.30. Radio Tiz gave $5 and said, you got those 100 nugs, hun. Radio Vikan gave $5 and then left a cap- left a comment that said, real story season two when, uh, which is a reference to a very old Hamish and Andy TV show that I have no part in deciding when when or if there is a second season. But thank you for your donation of the nuggets. Radio Andrew gave $9.50. Radio Chris gave one nug. He said, hey, I haven't listened to the show forever, but I'm so keen for that. So keen for this. Radio Lachlan gave $5. And Radio Alex Sky posted coins, $1.40 in coins. That's two nuggets that he polished. He polished the coins and he posted them to my work. You can do that as well. If you don't want to use PayPal, uh, it is paypal.me slash it's radio Mike. Uh, keep donating nuggets. Uh, I'll explain in a sec, but yeah, you can post it to my work address, 257 Clarendon Street, South Melbourne. If you have a 50 cent coin and a 20 cent coin, feel free to do what our Radio Alex Guy does and send it. But MVP, Radio Schaefer, uh, he gave $50. We needed to raise, I think, $70. He's given 50 of that. I think we've raised the 70, guys. But here's what I'm going to say. How do we want this to play out on air? Because this is what I have decided. Here's what I've decided regarding Nug 100. I will. I have decided that I am going to eat 100 nuggets in 100 minutes for episode 100 of 20th Century Boy. Now, that is genius. I'm sorry, but I did not realize there is a genius working on this show right? 100 nugs, 100 minutes, episode 100. So what I thought was instead of just literally me sitting there eating the nuggets, I want to turn it into a thing. I want to turn it into a package, like, you know, maybe get someone to film it, the whole adventure, drive through, getting the nuggets and eating them throughout the 100 minutes. Like all of that stuff is stuff that I would like to do and turn it into a little video and audio package that I can post and, and use instead of just the whole episode being me eating the nuggets, just have a little, little package of the highlights of the whole thing. And maybe also just record the whole thing and put it out as a bonus, right? Nug 100 bonus. But, and to, to do that and like Pat again, who works on the show would love to do it. He needs to get paid to do it. So here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. I almost said Jay going to pee it out there, which that does not count. I almost said it. Still donate a nugget. If you want to donate a nugget, we have reached the 100 nuggets and thank you so much. We probably have more than 100. But if you're feeling generous, just donate a nugget. Just donate another 70 cents because all of the extra money that we earn can go to just paying Pat to come out for the day and film this whole thing, right? Film and then edit it. Because, you know, it's just, again, talking budget of the show. That's all the merch sales. It's not for me. I'm not going to become a millionaire off selling you guys stickers. All of that stuff is just me trying to find a way that you can donate to the show and get something in return and I can make money. I can profit off it to put back into paying for the show, right? Because at the moment I do the show at a loss, which is totally fine because this all of this stuff is my passion and I love doing it. So I'm totally like, it's just like a hobby for me. Um, but it would be cool to just break even on it essentially. So donate another nug, donate another nug, uh, so we can create a package for it, essentially. That's what I think is the best way to do it. This is definitely something that, you know, I want to do more big ideas like this. Um, and there are great people 
that can do it, i.e. Pat. There are so many great people that I know would, would want to help me with this stuff. So I am going to just say that I'm really, really, really keen on getting a Patreon up and running for the show. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's just a way you can regularly contribute like a dollar to a creator and just like, you know, if a hundred people give a dollar to a creator, that's just a hundred dollars a month. And that essentially pays for most of the podcast to happen, right? So that's something that I really want to get to soon because it just means we can grow and make this podcast better and make it bigger and do bigger things. So this nug thing, you know, we're likely going to go ahead with it however it however it happens. Um, well, I'm likely going to get it to happen, but it would be good to just like, you know, have some funds there to do it. But yeah, looking forward to that. We did get a, a Radio Unoriginal says, if Mike goes ahead with, with this, it will be approximately 25,600 kilojoules in one sitting, approximately equal to eating 64 original Tim Tams. I love Tim Tams. I probably could do 64, to be honest. It will take approximately eight hours of continuous running to burn up that energy. Well, that's not going to happen because I definitely can't run for even one hour. Uh, this is plus or minus depending on source and excluding any additional kilojoules from beverages. And I assume there will be a beverage to help wash it all down. And I assume there will be sauce to just make it a bit more moist and such. Uh, Radio Zach Manda also said, welcome to the radio family, Radio Zach Manda, the co-host of Radio Dom Fay, official friend of the show uh, on Collective Now. And he says, what if you get too many nuggets donated? Will you commit to eating more than 100 nuggets or will you create a nugget re- reserve that you can dip into at your own discretion? And that has been answered like, we will use the extra nugget donations to pay Pat. We're not paying Pat in nuggets, just to be clear. We're going to pay Pat in money that could have been nuggets. You're donating nuggets in the form of money, and I can choose what to do with the nuggets that you've donated in the form of money, essentially. Um, So that's it. 100 nuggets, 100 minutes, episode 100 of the show. If I am not mistaken, and I'm sure someone will correct me, but I believe that excludes, by the way, any bonus episodes. So it does not include the Mike Talks bonuses. It does not include any bonus things. It's only the named episode, uh, the named episodes from seasons one, two, and three. I believe we are up to around, I think it's, um, there were 48 episodes in season one, 42 episodes, I think, in season two. That, or- that already gets us to 90, and then this is episode 3 of season 3, so I think this is 93. I could be wrong. I think this is 93. Gives us 7 weeks of buffer now to get ready for the Nug Challenge. I will say I had a 10 Nugget pack on the weekend for lunch. Wow, I loved it. Definitely could have done another 90. So, that's where we're at with Nug 100. We will continue to check in. I do want to get in touch with a few people. Um... I want to get Keelan from Keelan's Mealins on because he's really good at eating. Uh, and I want to get a professional eater on. Uh, back in the day on the Luke and Lewis show, we did a challenge. The, the boys did a challenge to eat 100 packs of Savoy's. And we got a guy called Hulk Smash Food on. So I might try and get in touch with him and see if he has any advice for nuggets. But that is the current status of Nug 100. Thank you so much to your support. We raised the nuggets in like less than a day which really shocked me. And it just, I don't know. I just think you guys are the best listeners ever. Thank you so much. Like it meant a lot to me. I was like, oh, no one's going to donate a nug. And then everyone did. And I love that. So thank you so much. Honestly, that made me feel great. I really appreciate it. Okay. I said it was going to be a big one. I don't like the podcast going for over an hour, to be honest. So we'll see. There might be another one, which we will push along till next week again. Uh, There's just a lot of content going on at the moment. We do need to follow up on this though. Romantic or needy? It's romantic or needy. This was a segment we launched last week when my one of my long-term friends, Tim, Tim Holland, Radio Tim Holland, welcome to the RF, Tim, uh, just decided that he was going to pitch me a segment. I guess, you know, a, an air of arrogance to assume that just by being my friend, he was automatically granted a segment on my show. He, he, uh, he did a segment, he, he pitched a segment called uh, Romantic or Needy, uh, he described a story in which his friend brought a new girl he was seeing to a party and while sitting next to that girl, turned to Tim in audible range of the girl and said, hey, you're really going to like Vanessa. Uh, she's going to be around for a long time because I really like her, right? Tim asked the question, was it romantic or needy? Uh, we're going to get Tim on the line now to follow up from this segment because there have been a few developments during the week on this segment, including some feedback from you guys, which is great. So I'm going to get Tim up on the phone. 
there has been a twist in this entire saga, so I'm excited to put that to Tim. Mr. Liberally. Tim, you're alive on the podcast right now. How are you? Oh, no. Yeah, I'm good, man. Yourself? Yeah, good. Uh, hey, are you ready for your update on Romantic or Needy? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, we you asked me via text if anyone had uh, had written in. Um, and I will say we did get two responses for the romantic or needy situation. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, what I'm going to do at first is I'm going to uh, read you the responses. So we had Radio Mel wrote in and she said the new segment, she, she actually called it loving or needy. So she actually got the name of the segment wrong, right? No, she's just, she, she's just asserting herself. She's like, this is a better name. This is what we're calling it. Okay. So, okay, that's what Mel's doing. She said, the guy just seems excited. It's a little cringy, but isn't everyone when they first find someone they really like slash love? So that's a cute answer there, right? Yeah, agreed. Radio Christina with a K. And noticeably, both contributors to this were female. So it seems like, it seems like female listeners tend to get a, a bit more out of like the love kind of segments, which may be a stereotype or a cliche, but it does seem to lean that Indeed. way, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it says, the friend of yours, I don't think was either romantic or needy. I think he was just drunk. Um, yeah, but in being drunk, you can then be romantic or needy, okay. right? Now, well, that's, though, that's, the, that's the feedback that we got from this like segment. It. Now, what I want to know is clearly during the weekend, you've been out and you've discussed this with a group of friends. Am I right in assuming that? Yeah. Yeah. It came okay. up. Because you have a twin brother as well, who I am also friends with, Declan. Declan is your yeah. twin brother. We, we've known each other since we were about five years old, the three of us. I might post a photo in the discord. And <laughs> what I wanted to put out there was, I'm just going to look at my text. So so Declan actually texted me saying, I want a segment, right? So he wants a segment too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is bringing me back to childhood. <laughs> did, did you say it's been like this since childhood? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure many can relate, but it's like he got something. I want something. <laughs> okay, okay, I like this though. And then, <laughs> no, no, he, he hasn't pitched his segment, but then this is what I found oh, okay. really funny, and this is why I know that over the long weekend, you and Declan may have been together with other people discussing this because at uh, at 9.01pm on Monday just passed, I got a yeah. text from Declan. He said, I'm still oh. thinking about my segment, but in the meantime, romantic or needy should be changed to cute or cringe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, at uh, what time was it? At... 9.04 p.m. on the same day, three minutes after this, you sent me a text saying, hey, man, romantic or needy should be workshopped as cute or cringe. <laughs> so, Yep, we obviously who, don't so, communicate, do we? <laughs> <laughs> Can I know whose idea was cute or cringe? Because Declan, it seems like Declan's come up with it and sent it through, and then three minutes later... You've also sent the same thing through. I assume you were in the same conversation and you couldn't... We were in the same... Yeah, we were in the same conversation. Um, it was actually our older brother, Chris, who came up with that. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah. And so you, Declan sent it through and I assume he didn't tell you that he was sending it through and then you've just yeah. sent it through as well. Yeah, exactly. See, we're both seasoned plagiarizers, as you can tell. <laughs> this I, is the idea, man. <laughs> we just follow on the tail coat. Because <laughs> I just, like, from my perspective, I just found it so funny that Declan sent it and literally three minutes later you sent it and I was like, whose idea was this? <laughs> well, we are twins. We're obviously not telepathic. Yeah, you're on a similar wavelength, though, or something like that. Do you want to go ahead and change the segment then to cute or cringe? Because I do think it does fit better. You know what? I'll approve it. I, I honestly, the second that he told me about Chris to just title, I was like, yeah, that is. And like other people had other variations, but that was the one that took the case. Why, why were you all together talking about this out of interest? <laughs> Are you wondering why you weren't invited? Is, is that what this is about? Uh, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. 
Luke um, and um, and his girlfriend Amale, who we're obviously also good friends with. Yeah. Um, they move um, into a new place. Okay. Um, well, now now we're and, getting into like personal stuff that the listeners won't care about. So let's just we'll just leave yeah, it there. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but congratulations, congratulations to Luke. That's awesome. So that's the re- we were at a gathering together. That's that's the reason. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right, man. Well, let's do cute or cringy. So basically, I want I'm going to redo an opener for it for next week. And can I have a new scenario from you next week at all? A new scenario from me. Yeah, you come up uh, with a. Yeah. It doesn't have to be real. I just want you to put a put a situation out there that may be cute or cringy, and then the listeners yeah. can respond to it. You know what? I've already got one. A colleague told me one of hers. All right, let, can, uh, let's do it now. Do, do it now, then, because then we then we can just get listener feedback for next week. Okay. Well, there was sort of like two situations. Um, she finished a twelve-hour shift. Um, and she was seeing this guy and it was like, uh, yeah, she met him on like Hinge. Um, and, uh, and like, he's like, oh, have you eaten dinner yet? She's like, no. She's like, oh, do you want to hang out? And then she's like, yeah, okay, well, what are we doing? And he's like, um, I'm having like this massive family gathering. Uh, my whole family's going to be there and, uh, yeah, you can come down and join it. Um, and then, so that's, that's sort of like one thing. Um, and then soon after that, they were sort of talking and like the topic of um, like kids came up um, like earlier, I guess. Um, and he was like, well, how many kids do you want? And she was like, oh, like, you know, like, I don't know, one, two, whatever. And uh, he was like, I want nine. Nine or none? Nine kids. So three plus six kids. Yeah. Okay. And so he, yeah, he, I want he's, nine he's, kids. He's three away from a cheaper by the dozen situation. Exactly. You may as well. Just, they may as well just go for it. Like yeah. get, a, get a big ass minivan, all that kind of thing. But actually, that was one of the funny things was uh, he actually said like it has to be enough that we can just fit them in a minivan. That was that was like the reason that it was eight and not ten. Uh, sorry, right. nine and not ten. All right. So is that situation cute or cringe? Is that it? Yeah, that's, okay. that's the question I'm putting out there. So, so after a week of knowing each other, yeah? After a week of knowing each other, they're talking kids and going to a big family gathering. All right, Tim, weird. thank you. I will give you yep. feedback from the listeners next week and maybe Declan will have a segment next week and we you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, no worries. All right, Probably. thanks, Tim. Speak to you next right, week. Bye. See you, man. Bye. All right, there you go, guys. Cute or cringe? Going, inviting your girl that you've been seeing for one week to a big family gathering and telling her you want nine children. Cute or cringe? Uh, I'm not sure. I want to hear what you guys think. Send it in to any of the ways you can contact the show. You know you know how to get in. Uh, call the phone number 1-800-438-353. Any of that. It's all easy to do. All right. We are, we're definitely going to go over time. So I've got, I, I want to do one more thing. Uh, I've got I've got a few more things on the on the sheet, but I just want to do one more thing, and this is a brand new thing. And uh, man, I've never been more excited for anything in my life than this because uh, this is the best friend of the show, who for ha- pretty much you know half of the 2019 season, this guy did a weekly update on the show where he would call the the phone line for the show one eight hundred four three eight three five three and leave a a happy message to the show. In 2020, we changed it to a monthly. He started doing riddles and other assorted things. His name is Radio Nacho Cheese, and he is simply the best friend of the show. One of the nicest guys we have ever heard on this show, and he is totally anonymous. We genuinely do not have any idea who this guy is. Now, uh, at the start of the year, Nacho Cheese said he wants to shake up his segment in 2021, where I think once a month, he is going to give us a one to two minute little lecture on something, just anything. Um, and this is a new segment that is called this. Listen up. It's Radio Nacho Cheese's Little Lectures. It is Radio Nacho Cheese's Little Lectures. So excited about this. And I'm so excited about his first one that he sent in, where he, he sent me an email and he said, Hey, Mike, for my first lecture slash report of 2021, I've thought of doing it on a haunted house, a haunted location, sorry, in Victoria. I've done some research and was ready to do a voice recording, but, and I'm not going to tell you the but, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play, I am going to play his uh, little lecture for this month, 
and uh, I think you're going to get a bit of a shock at how it ends. So, uh, Radio Nacho Cheese, please give us your first ever little lecture. Go for it. Hey guys, Nacho Cheese here for my first 2021 report lecture, newer style. As uh, Mike has said, it's going to be a newer style this year. Um, first one is going to be on a haunted location in Victoria. So we're going to be doing it on the Coach and Horses Inn, which is a pub that's located in Clarkfield, which is about 46 kilometres away from Melbourne CBD. Now, why is it haunted? Well, apparently there was many deaths that occurred on the premises uh, in the 1800s when it was open. Lots of robberies and murders, including an Irish traveller and a Chinese traveller. And uh, it's said that they are still haunting the halls and the stables. And uh, some previous owners have even sold the business because of the paranormal activity they experienced, such as glasses um, flying off the shelves, uh, feeling a cold breeze when no one's around and feeling like they're being watched. So this is going to be a two-part series, this first one. Today was me telling you all this. Then next week, I'm going there and I'm going to report back what it was like and whether I thought it was haunted or not. Okay, guys. Love you all. Bye-bye. Have a good one. How cool is that? It is a cliffhanger two-part little lecture to kick things off. Nacho Cheese is going to this haunted location. He's going to give us an update next week. Keep in mind that Nach is completely anonymous. He does not have to do this, but that's why he is the best friend of the show because he is constantly giving back to this show. That is why we love Nacho Cheese here at 20th Century Boy. And uh, I'm really looking forward to his update. But guys, I think that is probably all we're going to fit in for this week. Again, I, I don't like the podcast going over an hour. I just think that's a bit too much. Like 55 minutes seems good, but generally 45. I think 55 is pretty good. Um, so there's a couple things left on the run sheet, which we will push over to next week. It's been a really big show today. And I'm so excited about this year. Again, uh, Here's what here's what you can do. Oh, one thing that I'll just plug. Uh, at the end of last year, we opened up applications to become your local MDF supervisor. Uh, new listeners will not understand this, but basically there is one major rule of the show is to not block the MDF. Just never block the MDF. We need supervisors of MDFs all around uh, the world. A few people applied. We want to start doing interviews. Me and Radio MDF manager Harrison, who lives over in America, we want to start doing them. Keep applying if you want to be an MDF supervisor, uh, and we will get to you soon on the show. So that hasn't been forgotten. There's a lot of stuff to keep track of now. So I like, I mean, that's another thing that the Patreon could help just to get maybe get someone on as a producer, like a proper producer, like get Pat or something as a proper producer of the show, just to keep little tabs on things and to be organizing things behind the scenes. Cause sometimes like I just don't have time to be organizing everything, like chatting to Tim and chatting to Pat and you know, the nugs, like all this stuff. Some, sometimes it can just be a bit hard. So that could be an, a goal of the, um, the, of the Patreon. Uh, finally, Check out the website, as I said at the top, radiomike.com.au. Get yourself some stickers. It really goes a long way to support me and the show and everything I do. So please do that. Uh, again, five of the limited editions up there. And just check the site out. Go on the YouTube and hit subscribe and thumbs up for videos. Just thumbs them up. It just really helps. Comment on them. Um, I read out a few YouTube comments. Some of the contributions today were from YouTube comments. So uh, that's another cool thing. Instagram, radio.mike. All the Mike Plays Games with Friends, which you can check out on YouTube, also go up on IGTV and little clips on Insta as well. If you don't have time to watch the full thing, just experience some of the clips. Uh, get in the Discord. Send an email to the show, radiomikepod at gmail.com. Call the show, 1-800-438-353. Uh, all that stuff. Just get in touch. You guys build the show. The show is built by you guys, the listeners, so I love having any contributions from you. Um, listen to Harry Potter and the boys, of course, and the Mike talks tomorrow is out. But from there, I think that is just about everything I need to say. So I will finish off as we usually do, which is by saying, my name has been Radio Mike. This has been the inside of my mind. Don't block the MDF ever. I'm a very kind young man and some of your older staff could learn a lot from me. Don't lie to me because I'll see you and I'll catch you in the dream factory later today. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.